Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with the indicast.com my name is abhishek and this issue's cover package is on the generation next leaders who have found themselves taking their family business to the next level now some were groomed over many many years to take charge and a few others saw themselves being thrust into it joining me on the call is forbes india's salil panchal who has anchored this package and also quoted in the cover Hi Salil always nice talking to you good to speak to you Abhishek thanks uh, Salil this this cover has a specific relevance in the world of indian business given that some of the largest business groups are controlled by families especially in india and also in asia as such so who, who are who are these gen next what is the reason for which you do this cover year after year and this is the second edition that we are having of of the gen next uh, we did the same thing last year and what we are starting to understand more and more is that you know the nature of business is so flexible and it's changing so fast that today's leaders are starting to understand that it's so important to groom the second generation and by grooming i'm i'm not talking about you just send them to the to the best schools it's important that they understand the nuances of the business that they do but a lot of them that we have featured are also adapting to newer technologies just understanding that it to be a little more nimble they need to think a little bit out of the box not all of them can make it uh, in in the magazine so what was the criteria did you have uh, a shortlisting process as such or were you following some companies over over a course of a few months so obviously we look at two or three elements which is we we try and see that the second generation uh, has taken the business forward or b that they have they have ventured off a little bit on their own and tried to innovate further and of course it should be a business of size moving from one generation to the next one uh, your opening essay cites an interesting statistic it says the pwc india family business survey showed that only 15% of businesses had a documented robust plan to manage succession so which Absolutely. is quite a quite a low figure isn't it Absolutely. and and this is in fact why really it's so important for corporates and not just corporates but but even it even you know it could be a mom and pop store it could be an entrepreneur running running its own business but but wanting to take it forward you just need to have a very clear plan of you know, who's going to take this business forward it's more giving them the guidance where it is necessary and then letting them do it the way they want to do it and in that context uh, tell us the story of laksh vaman sehgal you have him on the cover what is his Absolutely. claim to fame and uh, how did he take the baton from his dad very very interesting story in the sense that if you would understand madhusan sumi is is one of india's and and probably india's largest uh, auto component uh, maker a lot of its growth has come from acquisitions and um the story goes back to 2000 around 2008 9 when when the world was going through a lot of turmoil globally businesses falling things like that and and laksh at that time had just completed his uh, graduation from uh, columbia university and it so happened that that was a time when madhusan sumi had just acquired a uk based mirror manufacturing company which was an ailing company it was a sick company called visiocorp visiocorp's losses were so great that after acquisition it drove madhusan sumi the listed company into a loss and you have laksh uh, who had also attended this meeting his father tells him that hey you know you're going to be leading the new company taking an ailing company and trying to turn it around and he did so didn't he within a year wasn't the firm uh, profitable within right. within 6 8 months he actually turned around the whole business and laksh obviously adopted a few 
of the principles which his father had uh, followed you know which is try and take each unit and run it as an independent company and you go with the broad principle that you assume that if each unit starts becoming profitable then the whole company will slowly become profitable the most pertinent uh, lines that he's quoted in in your story is uh, my dad allowed me to take uh, take my decisions is he says somewhere in the middle so it's it's very Absolutely. important so, for so mr chan segal you know and, and our interactions with 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 both uh, laksh and uh, mr segal show that you have laksh uh, who has ideas who who wants to all of it together and vivek chan more old world he he believes that okay you know let this person come into the business and understand more so what mr vivek chan sagar did was he did two smart things you know one is he also took the pressure off him in the sense that he which is a very interesting quote he told us so that uh, look the company was performing so bad that it can't get any worse and the group believes that ownership would separate itself from the profession running of the business moment the unit was profitable and it was completely back on track by 2014 laksh moved on from there into another you know segment of business within within the group did you see this happening more often salil where you know families are more forthcoming to pass on the baton to the professionals yes they are and seen it at at uh, mr ajay piramal's group you know where he's very clear uh, mr piramal is very clear that the vision would come from the family but the running the running of the day to day operations and your flagship companies and your and your businesses so whether it be healthcare whether it be financial services would all be run by professionals in that light uh, salil take us through some of the highlights what are some of the other companies that you've covered some very interesting ones when we talk about retail we talk about uh, you know entrepreneurship as a chef that zoraval kalra who's kind of his own space you know as an entrepreneur chef and running various kinds of uh, high end uh, restaurants that's that's one segment of it we have avdeep pani who we have uh, you know spoken about in detail mr kishor biani's uh, youngest daughter and and she again has has found her own space within this you know large shadow father who obviously is a very successful entrepreneur she managed to grow you know the business in a different way at that point of time the group wasn't really completely into a premium segment as far as you know retail products go so what she's managed to build was this very premium concept called food hall which is a food store offering two premium products so avni bayani's is a very interesting story again you take the other extreme in in the financial services space uh, neel parekh son of the of the uh, late uh, mr parak parekh who had built his entire home grown business mr parak parekh in the in the world of finance and in the world of markets is an extremely uh, well respected and well known name uh, as a value investor and he took charge of the company uh, that's neel in extremely disturbing and challenging environment where he just learned one day got a call you know his father at that time mr parak parekh was uh, traveling in the us unfortunately tragically met with an accident and passed away so look at neel's challenge you know you have to suddenly the next day just take charge of the business call in your investors speak to clients speak to your company you know speak to your speak to your employees guide them tell them what's going on all these segments need to understand where is the business going to go this is one of the most difficult things uh, that an entrepreneur can be thrust into you wake up the next morning to a news that it's hard for you to process because it's so personal and yet you have a business uh, to handle and which i think he did within 6 days of his father's demise and he got back in the saddle and and got on with things 
Now, so Salil, the last one in the interest of times, in terms of challenges faced by family businesses, they've been around for a while, whether it's succession or conflicts between different family members or even finding out a way to decide who leads, uh, you know, which son leads which business based on their temperaments as Triveni Group that uh, your team has written about where Sugar and Turbine, which is run by two brothers, having a specific skill set. So the fathers and sons need to decide, or daughters for that matter, whom, yeah, whom no, run so, what. So what we found interesting is that in all all these cases, usually the best way it works is that you simply sit with them. You know, you sit with them, try and sit with them and understand what is in their mind. Uh, one of them includes um, uh, Mr. Rana Kapoor, the banker's uh, daughter. And we also have uh, the noted investment banker of yesteryear's, uh, Mr. Himendra Kothari's daughter, Aditi. And and the reason why I bring these two is, uh, so in Radha's case, it, it, it was unique. So she was never really uh, interested in finance. What she did was got into advertising and then has created uh, a company, a company called Do It Creations, which operates its own studio, you know, design studios. So it's more about a, you know, the first generation having to or wanting to give their children the space to understand what they want to do. Corporate governance also becoming key elements. So you want the second generation to imbibe all those qualities which your group has been known for. So, so it, it could be the best practices, it could be corporate governance, it could be, you know, M&A expansion. Those elements also need to come into the second generation. A lot of this can't be taught, uh, you know, in your business schools. It's a little bit of a leap of faith that Absolutely. the first generation takes on the next one. And also, as you said, with the amount of changes in technology in the last decade alone, a lot more is different in the last 10 years than it was in three decades uh, before that. Yes, and, and, and if you'd also understand that, uh, let's say, you've had cases where the second generation has, has gone ahead and set up their own ventures. Uh, for the first generation, I think they need, need to understand that give them their space and it's okay to fail. But when they fail, that's how they'll succeed. So that was, again, the element that we understood most of these uh, entrepreneurs. So it's a good mix of personalities, some great journeys that, that the second generation have already taken. And, and, uh, and, and just very, very interesting reading, you know. Right, and uh, urging all, all your listeners and readers to pick this one yeah, up. Yeah. It's an interesting one. And suddenly, uh, it's, it's such a wide subject that there can be books uh, written on just the philosophy of managing a family business from one generation to the next. Uh, congratulations on this one, Salil. A good one. And, thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you for your time on this. And uh, all you listeners, get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com as well as on iTunes. And to have someone call you for a subscription of the magazine, just message Forbes to 51818.